I guess we'll do it that way. Uh, John. Yo. Yo. How are you? What's the latest? Couldn't be better. Two days John, in a how row. Many, how many listeners do you think we lost after today's episode? Um, most? I think at least 85 to 90%. Why do you say um, that? No, just because I just was... I just... I feel like... I primarily, I feel like you were making really good points. I just, I listened to it and I was like, man, that my horse grew significantly between when we started that episode and when it, it, I just feel like I, are you, I'm you feel like you're on your high horse. horse? Well, I've dismounted Uh now. I've dismounted Mm -hmm. the high horse now. And where does that leave you? Well, it leaves me with a couple things. Um, I, I thought a lot yesterday about how I would, like to stop being such a judgy asshole for my entire life Mm. and present, like you said at the very beginning, present to the world positive ideas about how things could be better instead of just complaining about how things suck. And so what do you got, what do you got for us? Well, what I got, you've been thinking, I have been thinking, um, what I've got is a, is a couple of pithy little statements that I think sum up my, Pithy little thoughts. Just kidding. I think I have good thoughts sometimes, but I don't need to preach. Anyway, here are my thoughts, John. Uh, create. This is this is my goal for myself, and I and I hope that other people find it helpful. Maybe they'll adopt parts of it. Create more than Love you consume. It. Build more than you destroy. Choose a direction, a better future, and fight towards that rather than destroying what you have and purely acting out of reaction. So always move towards something, not just away from things. And uh, remind remind myself, no matter how bad things get, they could always be worse. And they will if we don't fight to make them better. So that's uh, that's what I want to sum up yesterday with and, and kind of leave it at that. All right. Tune in next week, folks. Yeah. Uh, I did also think about today. Today is Juneteenth. Yeah. Um. Can I just throw this out there? Why is Juneteenth not like a a big holiday? It's in. Well, it's, I don't. Even, I've never even heard of that. What no. That? See, never that's the thing. No one even talks about it. It's June night. It's short for June nineteenth, and it's yeah. uh, it's it commemorates the day when basically when slavery was ended in America. Oh, seems so like that not, should be not yet. Yeah. I know, right? Private I mean, prisons, the folks. Private I prisons, mean, exactly. But just kidding. So this is 1865, like the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah. See, but like I didn't learn about it in school. <clears throat> you know, we get yeah, we get off for school attention? for. Well, we get off for school for President's Day, but we don't get off off of school for Juneteenth. That seems insane, right? Anyway, um, so there's hmm. that. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. And, uh, you know, I had one more thought relating to all of this, John, social justice and and sort of the, mm. the problems, uh, you know, just some of the hypocrisy. You know, we were talking um, about at some point about how, you know, Ch- Chattanooga, where we both were living for a while, is, is, a, is a pretty interesting place. It's very much the South. And um, I had a thought. I was like, you know, I wonder how many Confederate flags are mm. produced— in China every year. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. An, all of them? Yeah, exactly. I just think all the of irony of a, it, it, and if not the entire thing produced and then shipped over in like a folded little package, at least a lot of it. You know? Yeah. Like do you least... think there's some factory cranking out Nazi flags for like neo Nazis? The probably oh, is, right? You think, yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. You think that the Chinese guy running the flag factory really cares that much about what kind of flags they're producing? Of course not. I, w I went to Japan no, years does. ago and all throughout Asia, there are, I forget what they call them, but it's the Nazi symbol slightly altered. It's an mm. old Buddhist symbol. Uh, these it's the swastika and it's everywhere absolutely everywhere wow. in in all of these ancient buildings and it's weird to see it has mm -hmm. nothing to do with nazism it's a symbol that they adopted that germans adopted nazis adopted wow um from from an old buddhist symbol but if you classic, go through classic Asia, you'll cultural see appropriation mm, yeah <laughs> well it's crazy you could take a symbol i mean imagine if some at some point in the future a country that used the cross as their mm. flag and they did something so outrageous that to wear a cross around would be um offensive to people i mean i think some people would say that the crusades in the spanish inquisition probably fit that bill mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean it's not quite as shocking obviously but right maybe I don't it's know. older it could. at the very least <clears throat> you're right it's not I, pure i don't think it's older than the swastika no, no, no. I just mean, um, I just mean that the the rawness of the Crusades is it's a it's it's significantly um, compared to say oh, American yeah. slavery or World War II. It's it's scabbed over quite a bit. Right, right. Um. So okay, moving on. Um. Rollers update. We never got to that. Oh, my my horse got away from me. Um. <laughs> rollers <laughs> update. Uh. Last night. We, um, John, I got invited to a Dodgers game Ooh. and, uh, by a guy, a fella named Dan Basso and some of his colleagues, Scott Morgan. Um, basically, yeah, it was really, it was very kind of him to invite me. Basically the, the company that I, that I went with, they had a, a really sweet, a sweet, 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 sweet. Mm. That's my dog. That's Charlie's nickname. Producer of the show, Charlie Smallman. Sweet, sweet. His nickname is Sweet Sweet, and Olive's new nickname is Stink Stink because she's a <laughs> brat. So I call them Sweet Sweet and Stink Stink. Anyway, yeah. So PRG is a is a giant kind of lighting and you know all these other production equipment overall mm -hmm. giant company, and they just merged Pascal Lighting and VER, which is a camera house, and uh, Pascal VER slash PRG are the companies that in many ways made rollers possible because um, they believed in the project, gave us some good deals on, on lighting gear. And uh, so, you know, we all, we're all buddies and uh, now, and, the, and, and they invited me to a Dodgers game in a sweet. That's incredible. It was so cool. And Oh, by the way, we beat them like eight zero as the giants from San Francisco. Um, Somebody, somebody hit a home uh, grand slam. It was epic. Whoa. Uh, and Clayton Kershaw pitched a great game. Clayton Kershaw considered possibly one of the greatest pitchers of all time. I guess TBD. He's only like, he's, he's my age. It's insane. He's a baby. Mm. And he's already got like an insane number of crazy, crazy achievements. But um, the, it was Clayton Kershaw bobblehead day, John. So I got 
an authentic Clayton Kershaw collectible bobblehead. And uh made I feel in China. Very, oh, oh, you better believe it. It's mm. uh it's very well produced though. It's very nice. And it's on my desk. And are you a uh, baseball fan? Oh no, no, not yeah. really. Okay. Um but I, I was getting like nervous baseball. for a second. Yeah, I do like baseball and I have sure. played baseball. I played baseball, varsity baseball in high school for one year before I quit. And um I like baseball and you know, I actually, I, I'm not a fan. I don't anticipate that I'll become a fan, but I do like sitting and watching games. Can you imagine doing that once a week though? Going to a game? Yeah. No, no, I can't. <clears throat> especially not in a box, you know, just in well, some especially, regular. Right, right. Well, and especially cause I don't drink. So like, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I would know I would not do it once a week. That's what it, that's what those games are designed for. I mean, nowadays yeah. it's to sit there and drink 12 beers yeah, and totally. stumble out of there. My wife told me a story recently about a guy, a guy, this isn't funny at all. A guy, oh, I'll be the judge of that. Thank you. Pushed. He got in a, a disagreement with his wife at a baseball game. He got hammered as everybody does. He got in a disagreement with his wife and she had her phone on to take video, I guess, of the game. And recorded him oh, geez. pulling her out of her seat and then Whoa. pushing her over a balcony. No. Yeah, she died. <gasps> no. Yeah, she died, dude. And her phone recorded the entire thing. No. Yeah, yeah. And the guy, obviously they got the guy. I think he tried to deny it or he left. He just left the game. And then they got her phone and found the video. That's, <clears throat> That's why you should never ever. go to a baseball game. Yeah, I think that's the lesson of that story. Sure. <laughs> um, wow, that is some dark shit. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I've been to several baseball games and um, they're always kind of fun. It? Yeah, maybe, I don't know, half a dozen. Mm. Wow. And um, so that's a lot for me, man. Mm, Not a big sports fan. Not See, a sports I fan. I can't even, I have no idea how many baseball games I've been to. Many. Much more than that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really many okay. many games yeah well because you know i grew up in baltimore and we grew up with cal ripkin went yeah. to a lot of orioles games camden yards is a great place to see a game um oh yeah tons of games i mean not i mean i hundreds and hundreds but like a lot sure yeah dozens sure. well i grew we up right outside of school we you know we would go pretty often in high school get the six dollar student tickets and sit in the bleachers and all that kind of stuff so I was like, I don't know, probably 10 minutes from the Philly stadium growing up. And I went to maybe one game the entire time. I yeah. I mean, there. it's either your thing or it isn't, you know, mm -hmm. I will well, say if though, your parents are into it. That's a huge thing. My parents were not into that. So that de facto means I'm not. Yeah. I was growing up in, in kind of the tail end of Cal Ripken's heyday when he was still a, a beast of a player. Right. And his records were getting ridiculous. Like his his consecutive game record, you know about his record. He 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 owns oh, one of the coolest no. records in baseball. Um, he he's just one of those guys. I met him actually one time, and um, he's a nice guy. You know, um, <laughs> that did not was, sound very no, no, no. Meaning, I think he probably acted exactly the same way I would have acted in that situation, which was like, yeah, it's nice to meet you. Let's get the job done. You know, right. He wasn't like, oh, my gosh, you're Isaiah Smallman. That didn't mm -hmm. happen. Um, 
how many games did he play? So his biggest record, Ripken holds the record. This will never be broken, hands down. It's imbra- it's unbreakable. Um, partly just because of uh, people just get injured more. It seems like today the game has changed a little bit. Ripken holds the record for consecutive games played. Do you want to take a guess? It's not that high, but it's pretty high. <clears throat> I have no clue. I mean, if it, it could be in my mind anywhere from ten to a thousand, like a hundred. I don't know. 2,632. Wow. Never missed a game for 2,632 games, including injuries. I mean, it's whatever. Oh, my goodness. All right. You love that excites you. That does not excite me. I'm like, the guy showed up. Big deal. No, I mean, dude, he he didn't just he started played in all those games, started all of those games in 2000 games in a row. Yeah. How is that even possible? How many games a year are there? There's like over 100. So he went like 26 years or 22 years or something insane like that without ever getting injured bad enough to miss a game. It's nuts. Hmm. Okay. He never got the flu? Apparently not. That's what I'm saying. And these seasons are like 16 months long. One baseball season is actually 14 years. Um, <laughs> it feels like that. So his 2,600 game streak spanned not one, but two entire seasons. <clears throat> I didn't. I don't really know much about baseball. Obviously, yep. look up pictures of Cal Ripken Jr. He is a creepy looking dude. His eyes. He's got wolf eyes. Well, he is a wolf. You know what he looks like? He's the he's the wolf of the Orioles. No, I don't know. I made that up. But you know he. Um, <laughs> his nickname right. is the Iron Man. Give me a you, break. I mean, dude, can you give me a break? What a cool nickname, dude. Um, he also just, he he hit a lot of home runs, like 400-something home runs, and like, he's a beast, dude. But anyway, here's the deal. Um, plus, he never got caught up in the steroid thing. I, I have a really solid streak, baseball game streak. Do you want to guess what my batting average was uh, my freshman year when I played played varsity? I honestly don't even know. Like, I don't know what the batting average. I don't know how it works. It's zero to a thousand, isn't it? Yeah, basically, it's a percentage. It's a percentage. Mm. So you batting average was a third. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, a third. Thirty-three percent. Yeah, three thirty. My batting average was five hundred. That's good. Yeah, it's very good. It's uh two at bats. You hit one time. That's precisely what happened. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I was not a starter. I was not a valuable member of the team. Let's put it that way. Right. Um, what else do we have? Oh, did you hit your, wait, wait, wait. Did you hit your first or your second ball? Or your first or second at bat? I think I hit my first. Uh, see, it would have been epic to go out like on a home run. You get a second shot and then boom, crank one over the fence. I can crank them though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> okay, so I'm rollers. No more baseball. I'm going to hang up. <laughs> if I am, <laughs> I am utterly determined to sabotage any goodwill we have with any of our listeners. <laughs> Everyone who didn't quit after last episode it got about nine minutes into my baseball rant, and they were like, "This is we're doing like a producer's awful. version of this." Yeah, I love it. Um, you know what? Though we've been talking biz for so long, John. I'm just—it's true. I'm just, I'm just ready for something else. So yeah, dude, rollers. Um, okay, so rollers was great. Dodgers game was great. So you went with the guys. This is a goodwill trip. This is just good business, right? They're like, Zay yep. did some business with us. He's going to make more movies in the future. 
let's get them out here for a little wine. Yeah, like they just booked a suite and then yeah, and just invited some friends of the company and and it was awesome. Was it awkward at all? No, 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 no. I mean, it's it's great. You know, it's like a it's well, I I you know I I'm so used to doing lunches and meetings yeah. and all that kind of stuff anyway. But then on top of that, yeah, there's a game to watch. You know. Yeah. Do you get nervous before you go? Let's say some kit. Well, what's a recent meeting you've had? I, no, I don't really get nervous before meetings. I mean, what what do you mean? How do you want me to describe it? Like, who was it with? Just like uh, not say it's not something for rollers, but not a screening. Oh, or something, just like but- a general. Okay, got it. So what we kind of call so if the meeting doesn't have a sort of a specific action item, which is a lot of the meetings I've had lately, mm-hmm. you know, you call them generals, which is basically like, who are you? What are you up to? You right. know, um, yeah. To give us a brief a, rundown a of one of those. First date, second date. Um, well, a general, here's how a general goes. Um, you show up, let's say it's at an agent's office, you know, and they're like, well, what are you working on? And I'm like, well, I just shot this feature rollers. Um, and what's the intent of this meeting? Are you trying to get an agent? Uh, well, that's the thing is it's not always clear what the intent is. And in some cases, the general, the purpose and the intent is to discover maybe what the action items would be. It's mm. like a sales call. You're like, right. you're like, do we have business to do together? You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes the answer is kind of like, not yet. Let's talk again in a little while. Sure. Um, so it was no like one really likes general. Yo, it's just networking. Yeah. No one really likes generals that much because. Cause the name is stupid. Well, yeah. And also just cause they usually don't result in anything and, right. but you still got to do them. I mean, that's one of the things like I'm, um, I'm going to start hosting. I'm calling them mama bear salons mm. and I kind of want to do like a starting in the early afternoon going until let's say 10 or 11 basically i'm going to start having these like open houses where you can kind of just work at the office and hang out and then at some point maybe six seven we order some dinner or make some dinner and maybe like sometimes watch a movie or sometimes you know maybe we'll do like a show and tell of sorts or I don't know exactly, but well, yeah, actually that, that last is, part is a, is a great idea to let people show or show off products they've been working on. Yeah. I think it could be really fun. And sometimes it'll, and maybe we'll just play a game and I don't know. I, I, and some people I think are going <laughs> to, how often do you see this happening? I'd like to get to the point where it's weekly mm-hmm. um, because a lot of times people just can't make stuff. And so part of the reason I want to do this is so that there are opportunities for people to see each other often because part of the problem is you get to know a lot of people mm-hmm. over the years and then you you can't just get lunch i mean well people do this but i don't really particularly like to do it because meetings are not necessarily work and you can't just get lunch with everyone every day mm-hmm. and you know so part of my thought is like let's get good people in a room some of them will already know each other some of them won't know each other but they will after they come and they'll get to see each other more than once or twice a year, even if they only come to the meeting, you know, to the, to the meetup three or four times a year. Um, it's still a chance for, at the very least for me to see them and for them to just kind of be around. And so the idea is that some people might come and just kind of work cause they're tired of working in a coffee shop. And some people might come in the afternoon and sort of stick around for the evening part. Some people might come for just the, you know, a movie. Cause we've been doing some movie nights at my house, which has been mm-hmm. really fun doing one this thursday um what are you gonna watch i don't know you know we've been deciding kind of on the fly we watched the shining Mm. we watched
watched uh, Fearless. Uh, yeah, we've we've watched a couple things, but I don't know exactly. Um, anyway, so that's happening. Um, yeah, so the the short version is though, John. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch it, but the the new cut of Rollers is I think coming along. I kind of blew up the whole second half mm-hmm. because it felt like I didn't. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did. Because I've seen the movie so many times, so I started at the second half and I kind of blitzed through to see what you had changed and where. What do you think about what you've done? I got to go back and watch it, but I, I now that I've sat on it for twenty six hours exactly, mm-hmm. and um, I I don't know though, man. I I think this could be a big step forward because as we talked about, you know, the last cut I think solved a lot of issues in the first half. Mm-hmm. but created a few new issues in the second half. And I, mm-hmm. and I kind of think that maybe, maybe we solved them. So, yeah, I mean, you seem like you had an issue where you front loaded a lot of your good stuff in your last cut. So then you had a second half that felt skimpier or felt like a drag more than the first half did. And more specifically, even I think there was a, a lull before it, before the end, you know, I think mm-hmm. it was almost right. like front loaded and back loaded, but the middle was getting slow. Right, right, right. Up to the last cut, you rearranged stuff. You added the, you added some title elements. Mm-hmm. You added some voiceover elements. And mm-hmm. now that you've created this new cut, what do you think? Where do you think you stand with adding or subtracting? Good question. I think I, well, so part of what I did is I, I, I was like, chop, 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 chop. Mm. And I chopped some stuff and I also added a couple things. <laughs> Can you imagine a more boring update? This is like, I feel like I'm just, <laughs> I chopped, I added, I chopped, I edited some stuff. I took some stuff out. I put some stuff back in and I, uh, but no, I think so. I, I did like a really, really rough, like, thing yeah and i was mm-hmm. like mm, i think it's working let me try some more so now i'm gonna go in and, and do a little bit more tinkering you know where i'm mm-hmm. actually stitching things together it's right. it's um it's kind of like when you uh i don't know dude i i'm out of metaphors well you you submitted this recently to a film festival You're, is it the first festival that you submitted to we submitted to a film festival oh man i hate talking about these things but you know what maybe we'll bring it maybe it'll just make it real yeah we submitted to toronto international film festival i don't know if we're gonna get in you know it's it's a rough cut and it's already a very 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 hard festival to get into and we submitted a rough cut so i'm gonna be super honest there's a chance we won't but Mm -hmm. you know we're gonna put it in but you did submit it yeah yeah there's a good chance we're not gonna get in because there's a good chance that most movies don't get in. I don't know what percentage it's probably like two or 3% or something like that, that they accept. And what's the last movie you produced? Uh, never going back, never going back. And where you, I presumably you submitted this to a bunch of festivals, right? Yeah. It what played the- a lot. The The premiere was at Sundance. Okay. The The premiere was at Sundance and it played. Did you submit to South Toronto as well? No, we shot it in August. So by okay. the time it was, um, produced you know toronto's deadline was way over gotcha um and so i mean that's the thing like in terms of any sort of traditional timeline we're right on track for spring festivals you know if we get into any fall festivals it's 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 a it's a it's an acceleration of that timeline so i'm not going to be discouraged if we don't get any fall festivals because most of them are going to be reviewing 
unfinished drafts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, South, uh, so, uh, never going back played Sundance and then South by and some other stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, lots of smaller festivals. And then, um, and then Davion played Sundance and then played Berlin as wow. its international premiere, which was really cool. And then, um, you know, as well, it played, it played a bunch of smaller American and international. So I feel good about the Sundance possibility. Although again, Sundance is extremely difficult to get into as we've talked about. So, yeah, you know, I'm kind of taking one step at a time at the end of the day. I think what I'm excited about is that the movie is starting to feel like I want it to. Mm -hmm. And that is encouraging because the movie that I wanted to make is fun and enjoyable and powerful on some subtle levels and memorable. And I'm not saying we're there yet, but I, I do see the path to getting there and that's exciting, you know, because that's all I care about, you know, like great movies skip big festivals all the time and still find a home and it it can happen. And if we don't get any big festivals again, I'm just like, did I make the movie I wanted to make? And I think we're moving in the direction of yes. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. Um, you know what we have to talk about at some point? <clears throat> the yes. fact that you laid down a challenge to the now zero listeners we have regarding a review and a trip to LA. We did do that. We need to... Have you looked to see if we've gotten any reviews? Hundreds. No, not hundreds. <laughs> we've gotten a couple, but people must not think I'm serious because we've only gotten a couple. You got to reiterate. Well, so, maybe that just exp- yeah belies the fact that we have no listen, no actual listeners. You know, I was thinking about this, John. What do you think the chances that 95% of our listeners are bots? Uh, uh, well, I do know that the the software that we use to look at the analytics for this supposedly omit bots. Oh, okay. But yeah, so, still say like 90%. 90% of them are bots. Uh, well, so we're really just talking to the remaining 10%. Make yourselves known, people. Write us a review. We want to fly you out here. I want to buy you some... Applebee's Ooh, and sweetening the pot. Some maybe I want to take you to mm. Denny's and uh and and we're gonna have a hoot and a half, but you gotta review it to get into this raffle. Plus, if you like the show, don't you want to help other people find it? Please, please, we're desperate. <laughs> Just kidding. We're, we're obviously we're we need help your us. help. I need help. I need help. You remember those ads for on TV back in the day that I've fallen and I can't get up? Yes. I think they're still on. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Met, Met Alert bracelets and whatnot. That was such a phenomenon, though, when I was a kid. And an insult that you would say to people like, man, you look like the lady from the a fallen and I can't get up video. The Clapper. That was another one. Remember the Clapper? <laughs> Those commercials, John, are just so bad. There is a new sensation, like some ads, like uh, what's a good one? Flex Seal. Have you seen these ads where they just lean into the ridiculousness of the ad? The ad might become a meme. Like this is what happened with Flex Seal. It was a guy and he'd be like chopping shit in half and then 
slapping this tape on it. You know, he'd like have a huge jug of water, oh, saw right. a hole in it, and then boom, slam the tape over and it doesn't leak. And it it was such a dramatic ad that people immediately turned it into memes. And they just leaned mm. full into that, dude. They like made their own memes. They made the ads even wackier, like really? did some yeah. quick editing. It's crazy, man. They fully leaned into that. And they sold merch. It's they're just raking it in, dude. Flexi, look them up. You know, that's one of those products. I'm like, good. You know, people need that shit. Sell it. Oh, yeah. You know, have yeah. you seen the show Forge and Fire, John? No. Is this about knife makers? Yeah, it's about knife makers. It's uh, it's pretty great. It's it's pretty horrible, but it's pretty great at the same time. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. They, uh, well, just just look it up. Just go look it up, guys. You got the okay. internet. Look it up. What else is new, John? We could do another episode of Cooking with John and Zay. Cooking with John and Zay. <laughs> you know, I wanted to talk about this, John, and then we should. And then I'm, I don't have anything else that's pressing. You know, All right, we'll keep it brief. But um, Cooking with John and Zay. I, uh, John, I found a new snack. So I've been avoiding carbs because I think they make me they make me sleepy. They make my brain not work well. I think it's just the way mm. my body works. Um, I'm not like gluten intolerant or anything. I just simple sugars and simple car. It just doesn't work for me. So I'm on a fat heavy leaning in a direction of, of keto, as they say, uh, to experiment because I am. Can you eat French fries? Is that keto? Not really. There's a lot of starchy <sighs> carbs. Yeah. See, but I'm not going to be religious about it. You know, I'm going to eat what I want to eat. I'm just going to try to only eat stuff like French fries when I really want French fries and not just fill with French fries. And, um, it's actually been really great because you you basically you rely very heavily on fats, which then, you know, you train your body. The idea is you train your body to instead of relying on carbs for energy to get into a, a state of ketosis is what they say. And what basically your body is doing at that point is it's burning solid like saturated fats for energy instead of carbs. And so mm-hmm. in order to do that, it's really good for your brain. It's really good for your heart because instead of storing saturated fat, it burns it. Um, the, the problem is that all of my favorite foods have an insane amount of carbs in them, like ice cream and pizza and hot dogs and hamburgers and French fries. Ice cream is a carb? Well, there's sugar out the wazoo, you know? Is sugar a carb? Yeah. Carbs turn into sugar. Like carbs get broken down into glucose as far as I understand. Okay. Um, I got you. And, but here's the upside, John. You need to eat. I exercise too. So I need calories. And that means while I don't get to eat a lot of junk, I do get to eat a lot of delicious things like bacon. Oh, uh, sure. And because I, I need calories, I'm supposed to eat yeah. fat, and I'm not storing the fat, so it's actually not that bad for you. So I use and eat a lot of butter, a lot of bacon, mm, oh yeah. a lot of other mm-hmm. delicious things, and that's great. One of the things that I've been snacking on, because I did a little internet research, I was like, hey, internet, what do I eat? And the internet was like, mm. your face. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then... Um, and then I found another thing that was not, the answer was more helpful. And, uh, it's, uh, I started, I, I bought myself a bag of pork rinds. Mm-mm. You don't like pork rinds? Oh, hell no. Oh, come on. 
Why not? I mean, I haven't had one since I was a camper at Camp Sandy Cove. And there's your problem, John. Uh, there's your problem. Camp pork rinds are the worst. That's... Yeah, they were gas station pork rinds. Oh, I didn't say anything about gas station pork rinds. Gas station pork rinds are great. I just eating gas station pork rinds at camp has an effect on the flavor. It's it's really bizarre. No one totally understands it. There's been studies about it, and it's inconclusive evidence. So it was camp, so it was like a 50-50 chance somebody farted in the bag mm-hmm. or did something horrible to it before they handed that was, it to me. Yeah, but that I've, was part of it. I've never eaten a pork rind since. Yeah. Well, Have, I think it's time to retry. Open your own bag, you know, open it fresh, make sure the expiration date's okay. And here's what you're gonna do, John, because I know you're a fan of the hot sauce. The hot sauce. Is that how it's pronounced? Hot sauce. What you're going to do, John, is you're going to take a reasonable serving of pork rinds. These things have many calories. You do not want to eat the whole bag, but you take a re or you're you can get a little belly ache. You take a reasonable <laughs> serving of pork rinds. You put them on a little plate. Yeah, and then you take some Crystal Louisiana hot sauce or any hot sauce if you're choosing. But damn, Crystal Louisiana hot sauce is my new jam. It's kind of like Cholula. is it really? It's kind of like Cholula and Tabasco had a baby, you know? Yeah. It's got like the legit kind of peppery, cayenne style of like a more Mexican hot sauce, but it's got the vinegariness of a Tabasco. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, it's so delicious. Um, and it's cheap. It's like the cheapest hot sauce on the market. But anyway. Mm, the, the best cheap hot sauce. I'm, Crystal's fine. It's a little runny. It's a little too watery oh, for my so taste. Funny. I like a thicker <clears throat> consistency hot you like, sauce. You like a globby hot sauce? Yeah, I do actually. Mm-hmm. Like the Cholula you mentioned it is there. quite good. Yeah. But if you get the Tabasco, the Chipotle Tabasco, oh. Oh. it's the best. It's so good. Damn it, John. It's Ugh. delicious. Chipotle Tabasco is the best hot sauce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just was raving. It's about definitely it. a contender. Oh, it's, I mean, you know, there's all these boutique hot sauces, but I'm talking about stuff, sure. the, the man, mainstream hot sauce is stuff, excellent. I'm talking about the kind of stuff that my mainstream stuff that my boy, Teddy Bronson, shout out to mm-hmm. Teddy, who's still with us after all these years. I'm talking about the kind of hot sauce that Teddy Bronson gets into. Speaking of which, hit us up with your favorite hot sauce, put it in your review. Anyone mm. who, anyone who reviews our show and puts a, a simultaneously includes a review of their favorite hot sauce automatically <laughs> gets a t-shirt sent to them. Throw Ooh. it out there. I, I'm going to write mine now. Disclaimer, I don't actually have any more t-shirts, but when we get more made, you get Oh, one. no. No, I do have some. I'm looking in the closet now. We, we have some. We don't have a ton. But I'm saying, I don't think anyone's going to do it. Prove me wrong. Challenge gauntlet thrown the chipotle tabasco is incredible yep. and it has a better consistency than the normal tabasco it's not yes, as runny i agree but you know i kind of sometimes for certain things i like the runny i like the runny mm. and um and crystal's delicious and you know this would be great with chipotle tabasco but specifically john you take a plate of pork rinds yep they're all crispy and then you and then you sprinkle some hot sauce on them and mm. it's like they start crackling because it's kind of like uh, Rice Krispie treats. You know, they're puffy and the little bubbles start, they start crackling. Mm. And they just, and, and you just got, you, you don't want to make too big of a plate, partly because you don't want them to get soggy. 
which get those mm. iced pork rinds. Yo, dog, great snack. And honestly, not that terrible for you because it's just pig fat. It could be, I mean, you know, all the vegans. Oh, shit. The last, the vegans were the last two or 3% of our audience. They're gone. So I'm pretty sure we're officially only talking to Teddy Bronson and the NSA now. But Teddy Bronson <laughs> and the NSA do need snacks. So that's, that's who we're here for. We're going to keep it up. Um, mm. Anyway, well... I don't know what's going on, John. I feel like what's my the matter? Brain is just I feel like rollers is just melting my brain. I feel like I'm you need some carbs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you sound carb starved. Oh, baby, I might be. I'm gonna go get myself a bagel. <laughs> just get a bagel, some ice cream. Oh, don't don't tempt me. Oh, you're not. Who's trying to live forever? You know what I'm saying? You're not. Who's gonna live forever? Nobody. <clears throat> cigarettes and a bagel and a bottle of Jack Daniels and <laughs> well just just eat and drink myself into a nice early grave I remember um, hearing uh my goal story. is to not see rollers hit theater <laughs> ever <laughs> Woo, baby you I got getting a little close to home aren't we okay <laughs> nothing i was gonna say something dark i was gonna tell a dark story so i'm gonna drop it we do we try so hard to you know what we to say alienate John? our listeners well, before, well be, <laughs> before yesterday we said i said i said john i said john i'm tired of being so damn serious all the time let's have some fun on this episode you know what we did <laughs> We ranted about how awful everything is for like an hour. <laughs> I ranted for, <laughs> oh, heavens. Well, you know, at least we had a good episode of Cooking with John and Zay in. Yeah. And um, all that stuff. What Do you want to tell your dark story though, John? I No, I, no, it'll bum everybody out. I don't want to say, I don't want to tell it, especially after the yeah, last episode. Oh um, boy. Yeah, there's some hope at the end of that though. I will say that. I know we're trying to wrap this up, but let's get a good recap. You're trying you're already submitting to festivals, but you still have probably a week to two weeks of editing left. I'm hesitating because I just I don't know. I'm tired of I'm tired of getting my hopes up. You know, I'm kind of just trying to take it one day mm -hmm. at a time. Yeah. I'm having a meeting with a good friend of mine, Ren, who's a really smart screenwriter good filmmaker and um we're gonna watch the movie together on thursday and talk about it right um, you know I, i'm i'm getting to the point where i'm i am honing in um but yeah i don't know if i want to put too many timelines on it right i'm always asking you for a timeline it's not necessarily the best clue i'm just trying to give a listeners a sense of like how much not even on a time scale but how much there is left to do because <clears throat> right. i don't think i wonder I don't know what I anticipated personally for editing. You know, I don't know if I thought it would take a, a week. No, I didn't think that. I didn't know if it would take a year. Like, I just didn't necessarily know how long these things take. And it's only been how long? Three months? Yeah, about that. It's been three months. And I don't know. Is that a normal time scale? Is it long? Is it short? That's a good question. I think I'm a little ahead of schedule, but I don't really know. I guess it depends on what kind of movie you're making. Right. I think considering the fact that I'm doing so much of it on my own and, and that I'm a first timer and we'll see. I mean, I think, I guess maybe we are, we are somewhere in the broader range of on time 
to behind. And hmm. I think yeah, just meaning like somewhere kind of in the middle, like we're, right. we're roughly, it's like when you go to the doctor, Oh, I went to the doctor. I'm, I think, I'm Oh fine. yeah. I think everything's fine. Um, you never really know, but I think, you know, I told him about my life and I was like, I'm, I eat pretty healthy food. I exercise. I don't feel horrible generally. And, uh, I think he was like, okay, then, um, then you probably are fine because right. that's how this works. And, um, usually life threatening things have symptoms and you don't mm. exhibit any of them. So I think you're probably not going to die of some bizarre disease that you're unaware of. That said, well, not, why am I transitioning like that? What I'm really yeah, trying that to said, say, I do have lupus. I do maybe have a, I still had like, you know, I got, I got a weird food poisoning back in the spring that has seemed to, in some ways to linger. But the point is, I don't know that that's there in a major way. And even if it is, it's probably something antibiotics could solve very easily. So I think I'm fine. Um, my point is, I think rollers is in that range mm -hmm. where it's like, yeah, it's healthy. It's good. It's working. We're on schedule, sort of, kind of, whatever schedule is. Now, what I think will happen in the next week or two is that we will either accelerate to the finish and finish what is probably considered ahead of schedule, mm -hmm. or things could lag a little bit and we kind of just get on a somewhat normal schedule where like the post process just keeps taking forever and that's just kind of how things go. And you're still in a mind frame that you reshoots not going to happen. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, so it's, then you're... it's always a possibility, but yeah, I, I think we're, we're very much moving in a direction where we're using what we've got, which is exciting. And there's still ADR autom uh, automatic dialogue replacement to do where the actors come back and they say lines. So they're more clear. Exactly. And you can also potentially add lines if you had to, or wanted to. Exactly. So there's still all that to do, which probably would take weeks, I would imagine, right? Yeah, but what's different about that is it's not me sitting in a room working all day every day. Right. It's and not that I do that every day, but when I'm editing, it takes a while to get in and out of it. It's going to be much more like, um, well, like we've been talking about. You know, we're moving to the point where oh boy, someone in a van just pulled up. That's my no. dog's worst nightmare. Uh oh, vans. What? That's why were you so surprised about a van? That's everybody's worst nightmare. A You're van right. pulls up in front of your NSA. house. It's because of yeah. our conversation. This is going to be it, Mr. Yeah, Smallman. It was yesterday's conversation. They didn't hear today's episode yet. Damn it! <laughs> this is. Oh boy, he's coming to the door. Oh boy. We're okay. Well, well, let's, I guess I gotta go. I, might I guess be, so. This may be the last episode we ever record. Ever. All right. Well, John, it's been real. Uh, if All this right. is our last episode, the guy's still at the door. He might be just waiting to murder me. We'll see. Oh, I'll my gosh. Go get the door, but text me that yeah, you're still alive in 10 minutes. Okay. Will do.